0: The young father noticed Sam studying his daughter. She's not feeble-minded, he said. She's blind, and she has a profound hearing loss, but she thinks well. Bruce Elliot was overprotective. At the college where he taught, their family was accepted, and Nicky's blindness was not an oddity. But in the community at large he still felt the need to fight for a normal life for his daughter. She's only five, however, he went on, and with the poor hearing, she needs practice. The wind rattled the windows on the train, and the swaying movement of the coach gently rocked the glowing green-shaded brass lamps. The movement of the train lent itself to sleep, and the lone man at the rear of the car seemed to be taking advantage of it. He had slumped his large frame in his seat, with his head resting on the window. Sam watched as the man's dingy companion re-entered the car, closed the door, and seated himself on the opposite side of the aisle, lacing his legs across the narrow walkway. He pulled a dark plainsman hat down over his eyes. Sam frowned, The man's legs made it impossible for anyone to leave without waking him up. Not smart, Sam thought. He continued to look past the man and out at the small window that peered onto the platform. Ed ought to be back, he thought. How long can it take to smoke one cigarette? The woman's attention had been fixed on Sam. Her blue eyes twinkled as she scooted across and sat beside him. She reached out and patted his hand. "'It's so good to see you again, Sam. "'I haven't seen you since my wedding, and I've missed you. "'You always seem more like an uncle to me, "'never like someone who just worked for my father.' "'Thank you, Miss Irene. "'I've known your daddy a long time, "'served with the general all during the war. "'But I wouldn't exactly call that working for him.' I was working for the United States Army then. Daddy always said you ran the outfit and anything that truly mattered. I've seen pictures of you in your Sergeant Major's uniform. You were splendid. His chest swelled and he sat straighter, lifting his chin. Do you still enjoy building railroads, Sam? "Mm, Sort of, I suppose. He scratched the back of his head. The general builds the railroads. I've always been in the railroad detective side of things. I don't know the first thing about surveying, and my back's too bad to drive spikes like a gandy dancer. He patted the revolver and the shoulder holster under his coat. I work with firearms and muscle. And Daddy trusts you. He always has. She squeezed his arm. But tell me, why did he have to send you to bring us back to Colorado? If he wanted us to visit, why didn't he just wire us and ask us to come? I suppose he was just hoping that you'd trust me, too, Miss Irene. He looked at the man and his daughter, still warming their hands near the stove. You and your husband, that is. He don't seem too partial to me. ''Oh, don't mind, Bruce. He just hates to leave his work at the college. He's quite taken with teaching, you know. He loves his study time, and he loves his books.'' (laughs) ''I can believe that.'' She laughed. (laughs) ''That's right. You handled the bags.'' ''Well, he does love them, and he loves our daughter, too.'' ''But you haven't answered my question.'' ''Why send you, Sam?'' Is there some kind of trouble? Miss Irene, he just wanted to be sure you came home, no matter what. The General wants you at the Red Rocks as quickly as I can get you there. I really can't tell you much more than that. He's all right, isn't he? I know Mother's death was hard on him. I had hoped that his shopping trip in Europe with my sister would bring him out of it... But I know he must be lonely there in the castle. Well, he's lonely on the inside, I suppose. Got over six.